the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, I was very happy when I saw a couple of weeks ago that Bernie Moreno was getting back into the race for a U.S. Senate seat. He was part of a crowded Republican field in the Senate election that put J.D. Vance in Washington. And we're happy about having J.D. Vance there. I'll be happier if we get Bernie Moreno there in 2024 because it will mean that Sherrod Brown is no longer there. And Sherrod Brown, uh, having been in government in some way, shape, or form, for 50 years, which he will be by the time he's up for re-election in 2024, it's time for that to end, and Bernie is hopefully the guy who will help end it. Bernie, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, and I'm uh, thrilled you're running. Tell us why you decided to run after I thought you told me, nope, I tried once, and that was it. No, absolutely. Well, Bruce, thank you for having me, and uh, the reality is the country's gotten even worse, uh, which is hard to believe in the last 12 months. Uh, we have career politicians, insiders, people like Sherrod Brown that don't know anything other than collecting a government paycheck their whole lives. And uh, I felt, felt like if uh, those of us who are outsiders who have actually done something, built businesses, if we stay on the sidelines to do that, uh, I came, as you know, from Columbia, South America. And unfortunately, the U.S. is starting to look more like the countries in South America than the country I came to. And so for me, is about fighting for the country that gave me every opportunity in the world to succeed. Yes, you're absolutely right. Bernie Moreno is our guest. You can follow Bernie on Twitter at Bernie Moreno, oh. and his website is BernieMoreno.com. I hope your cell signal holds out for us because uh, you mention uh, your Colombian uh, roots and the fact that you became a legal U.S. citizen, a very successful businessman, and your point about uh, our country beginning to look like a lot of the countries in South America is... Uh, Never more on the money than today when I see pictures from El Paso, Texas, uh, which are just no American city should look like this. And uh, the border crossings are are utterly ridiculous. The Biden administration lies every day, talks about uh, 90 percent reduction in border crossings, which you've been to the border, Bernie, and you know how big that lie is. It's unbelievable. They're trying to pull off the biggest magic act in the history of mankind, which is don't believe your eyes. Yeah. Don't believe your eyes. Don't believe your own eyes. The border's secure. The reality is, Bruce, it's so much worse than people imagine. If you go down there, it's heartbreaking is the only word I can use. Uh, we have basically given away our immigration policies to the Mexican drug cartels. The Mexican drug cartels are in charge of American immigration today. Yeah, and I mean, you're so right on that. Don't believe your eyes. And, and people can't believe their eyes, Bernie, if they don't see it. And on so many of our networks, they're not shown the pictures. I'm encouraged that today I saw a report from CNN. But people can lie when we don't have the evidence in front of us from our American media how bad this is. So when you went down there, I would imagine you had a pretty good understanding of how bad it is. But I, I'm pretty sure you came away going, wow, this is worse than I expected. I, it was something I never have imagined in my life. You have uh, just total and complete misery. You have 90% of Border Patrol agents that are Mexican-Americans or Hispanic. 
that are just pleading for good policy. They're not asking for more money. They're not asking for more aid. They just want common sense policies to be put in place, and nobody's listening to them. I don't believe a single member of Congress or anybody in the president's cabinet should get a single dollar of paycheck until they resolve this border problem. It is absolutely ridiculous. No sane country on earth would allow it. Bernie Moreno, our guest, he is running for the Republican nomination for the U.S. Senate in 2024. You can find out more about his campaign on his campaign website, BernieMoreno.com. On Twitter, he is at Bernie Moreno. Uh, The border policy now, uh, we have the Biden administration, I guess, because they see, uh uh-oh, we're in election season. They're going to send 1,500 troops to the border, Bernie, which would be great if they empowered them to actually police and uh, enforce the border, but they're basically going down there to be uh, glorified nursemaids and secretaries to help fill out paperwork and usher people into other parts of the country via planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's just just another example of his total ineptitude. We need to finish the wall. It's not complicated. We need to finish the wall. The wall does work. We need to declare the Mexican drug cartels foreign terrorist organizations. We need to defund sanctuary cities. We need to get the Mexican government to uh, re-put their troops on the border. They had 20-plus thousand troops at one point that President Trump had negotiated with Mexico. Biden told them they could all go home. Uh, We need to go in there and wipe the uh, the drug cartels off the face of the earth. We need to have the Remain in Mexico policy reinstated. People need to come through only legal ports of entry. None of this is controversial. It's all common sense. But unfortunately, we have a government today that's doing the exact opposite. And my first order of business in Washington, D.C. will be to tackle this issue. So let's talk about getting to Washington. And Ohio is a state where the Republicans have done well in the two elections that President Trump ran. But there are those who say that uh, the Republican Party is vulnerable in 2024 because of its position on abortion. Uh, I'm curious, you're going to face this uh, attack on the campaign trail, uh, particularly in the general, uh, if you get through the primary. Uh, and you're a smart guy. I mean, you uh, you you are, really are a quite eloquent and impressive. And I wonder if you've thought through the messaging of Republicans on abortion, because what troubles me is there appears to be this desire out there among some Republicans that we have to compromise on what we uh, have always said about abortion in order to make our position more embraceable. Uh, how do you believe Republicans ought to effectively message on the abortion issue? Well, first of all, we have to stand strong and be unapologetically pro-life. Uh, that, I think what happens is you have a lot of Republicans that are weak on this issue. They cave on this issue. They try to get. They try to be on both sides of this issue. You have to be loudly and proudly pro-life. That's number one. Secondly, is you have to turn the tables on the Democrats. The reality is Sherrod Brown will not answer a simple question, Bruce. When does he think it's okay not to have an abortion? Mm -hmm. Does he think it's okay to have an abortion in month six, month seven, month eight, month nine, right up to the moment of birth? Does he think it's okay to have gender selection abortion? Does he think it's okay to have six, seven, eight, nine, ten abortions? The reality is he is no longer pro-choice. He is pro-abortion industry, and make no mistake, this is a multi-million dollar industry that he is propping up. He is an absolute extremist on abortion. He's not in the mainstream whatsoever. This is not the party of safe, legal, and rare. That party's dead. Uh, These people are absolutely uh, uh, not 
uh, where the norm of America is. And we have to just highlight that. The media, of course, won't do that. So we, as conservatives, have to be the ones that, that uh, make sure that we are on this message firmly and unequivocally. Yeah, I think you nailed it exactly, because they use the word extremist, but there is truly nothing more extreme than their position. And it's not just Sherrod Brown's position, Bernie. It's the position of every Democrat, which is we don't want to restrict it at all. We had a sitting United States senator during a State of the Union address that had a pin to Senator Markey from Massachusetts that said, "I that basically, I heart abortion. Mm-hmm. So imagine, imagine being that depraved. You love abortion. Again, this is not the party of safe, legal, and rare. Uh, they are out of their minds. They're completely out of the mainstream. And, of course, the media gives them cover. We can't allow them to do that. Bernie Moreno, our guest, his uh, campaign website, BernieMoreno.com, his Twitter, at Bernie Moreno. I've uh, got about 30 seconds left all throughout the state last night, up in Cleveland in particular. Tough night for school levies, Bernie. What do you think voters are saying when they reject school levies and reject them by really wide margins? That they want control, that the parents want to be in control of their kids' education. They don't want to be hijacked anymore by the teachers' unions. They don't want their kids indoctrinated. They want their kids educated, and they're sick of the CRT, DEI nonsense. And parents are saying, listen, I just won't fund my schools if that's what you're going to do. So we need to get back where parents are in charge of their kids' education, not teachers' unions or bureaucrats. Yeah, and hopefully that will manifest itself here in Ohio in school choice. I know you're a proponent of that, and um, you know we'll see if we get it done. Uh, really great to have you on the show. Thanks for your time. Uh, keep us abreast of what you are doing, and um, let us know if you would uh, like to come back. We'd love to have you. Anytime, Bruce. Thank you so much for what you're doing, and thanks to your listeners for caring. Very good. Thank you, Bernie. Bernie Moreno running for Senate. Listen, he's on the ballot. Uh, well, he's, he's going to be on the ballot. One of the guys who's running is Matt Dolan. Matt Dolan is not a conservative. Matt Dolan is the co-sponsor of the Equality Act in Ohio. Uh, that is an utter joke that any Republican, so-called Republican, will put their name on that. Matt Dolan won't come on. He could come on. He'll face tough questions, so he won't come on. Bernie Moreno comes on. His positions are authentically conservative. And so is he. Really appreciate Bernie Moreno coming on the show. Uh, Bernie Moreno is a powerful voice, an authentic voice. He was born in Colombia, came to the United States, became a U.S. citizen, became a successful businessman. He doesn't need to run for elected office. He's raised a beautiful family, faithful to his wife. He could relax, enjoy the good life. He's lived the American dream. He made the American dream happen. So his voice is powerful. He's been to the border. He's seen it. And Sherrod Brown is a complete puppet of woke Democratic ideology. I I interviewed Sherrod Brown in 1981, I think, when he was running for the Ohio State House. Uh, he's been in government since 1974. 1974. He's a career politician. And Bernie Moreno is going to have a hard time getting a fair shake, even in his uh, home area of Cleveland. Because Sherrod Brown is married to Connie Schultz, who used to be a columnist at The Plain Dealer. So she's going to call in every favor to disparage Bernie Moreno. And she's coming to uh, Granville, Denison, 
probably there now. She's there, I think, coming in the uh, end of the spring or start of the spring semester, uh, maybe the summer semester. But she was coming to Granville in 2023. So uh, I'm a fan of Bernie Marin. I'm a fan of citizen representatives. And I don't think Bernie Moreno intends to be in uh, the Senate. He's not on the Patrick Leahy plan. He's not, not going to be there for the rest of his life. Sherrod Brown wants to be there for the rest of his life. You've uh, entrusted enough to him. And he's been really lucky over the years, Sherrod Brown. He never comes up on the ballot when there's a wave of Republican momentum. This time, this time, 2024, hopefully, will be a referendum on Joe Biden and what he's done. As Bernie said, he wasn't going to get in the race again. Gave it his one shot. Okay, not for me. And then he's like, I, I ran because things were bad. Now things are worse. They are. Biden has done. It's frightening when Joe Biden says, reelect me so I can finish the job. Uh, what job? Destroying the country? <laughs> Is that the job you want to finish? Because you get a pretty good start on that. And that is so glaringly evident on the southern border. I don't have to tell you that. I'm going to let CNN tell you how bad it is on the border in El Paso, Texas. Yes, I said CNN. It's difficult to describe, Jim, with words. So I want to walk so you can walk with me and just see the magnitude of the number of individuals who are around this church here just just streets from downtown El Paso. A lot of these individuals you'll see are males, adult males. A lot of the women with children are actually in shelters and a network of shelters throughout El Paso. As you mentioned, the city of El Paso under a state of emergency. They declared a disaster uh, because of the influx, because they know that once Title 42 lifts, that there is going to be a greater influx of migrants. But here's the thing, so process this with me. Title 42 allows immigration agents to swiftly return migrants back to Mexico. So the obvious question as you look around is then why are there so many migrants if the federal government is actually implementing this Title 42, then why are there so many migrants out here? Well, here's what we know. From talking to migrants and community leaders and officials on both sides of the border, I can tell you that thousands of migrants, nearly 40,000, are in at least four northern Mexican cities, and frustration is boiling over. A lot of them are deciding to cross the border. That's why you see so many out here. Some of them are turning themselves in to border authorities, Jim. Others are deciding to cross the border illegally because they've lost patience. Now, CNN is, of course, uh, fake news. And CNN reporting that there are 40,000 migrants in four Mexican, northern Mexican cities waiting to come across the border uh, must be fake news because uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, the press secretary at the White House, said this two days ago. When it comes to illegal migration, you've seen it come down uh, by more than 90%, and that's because of this act, the actions that this president has taken. Oh. Come down by 90% because of the actions this president has taken. Well, Peter Ducey, uh, being the uh, turd in the punch bowl that he is at the White House press conference, uh, thought he ought to ask for uh, a little proof of that KJP statement. 
Here's that interchange yesterday. You said yesterday that when it comes to illegal migration, you've seen it come down by more than 90%. Where did that number come from? It was, because I was CBP speaking. is telling us the number is I hear you. I'm about to answer. I'm about, people I'm about to answer you. Year so if, you far. If, you, if the dramatics could come down just a little bit. I, you know, uh, if the dramatics could come down a little what's bit. What's dramatic about asking a question about. Okay, I'm, I'm going to answer. So I was speaking to the parolee program. As you know, the president put in place a parolee program to deal with, uh, to deal with certain countries uh, mm. on, on ways that we can limit illegal migration. And we have seen, the data has shown us that it has gone down by more than 90%. That was what I was speaking and to. to no, I'm, really we're, we're going to go. We're going to move. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Back, we're moving, Peter. Let's go. Mm. Nothing to see here. Did she say the parolee program? Is that what she said? Did she say? Did she? Did she specify? When it comes to illegal migration, you've seen it come down uh, by more than ninety percent. No, she did not. She did not. I know, shocking. She didn't tell the truth. Now, Joe Biden announced yesterday he was going to send fifteen hundred troops to the border. That would be good if they were going to be able to uh, keep migrants from crossing. Instead, what they're going to do is uh, help them cross. Now, shockingly. Uh, Kamala Harris, the vice president, who is the border czar, sounds like she is foursquare against sending troops to the border. I believe that it is inappropriate to require the limited resources of the United States military to be used in such a way, all because there needed to be some demonstration for the TV cameras mm. based on a political agenda. Mm. Now, it sounds uh, remarkably like she is against it, and she uh, is against sending troops to the border. Oh, wait. Was. That was Kamala Harris five years ago when Trump did it. We haven't heard from her uh, this time around. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess she's not as adamantly against it as she was before. Uh, Well, this is the mess. That they have wrought at the border. It is their creation. The border was not a mess. Not like it is now. Not anywhere close to what it is now. But of course you know it's uh, Trump's fault. Of course. Or it is racist. Uh, Eric Adams, New York mayor. Says that Greg Abbott. Governor of Texas. Sending illegals on buses. To New York City is racist (laughs) because of course it's not just new york city that abbott is sending migrants to he is also sending them to chicago philadelphia and that like new york those two cities also have black mayors so it must be racist uh we'll delve into whether or not greg abbott is a racist or uh eric is an idiot next Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.